sensors indicate that you are listening to Casually Hardcore, only on VTWProductions.com. My sensors also indicate that there is a stealthed rogue behind you. Er, wait. Oh, oh dear. The, the polarity's been reversed. The rogue is behind me. <coughs> oh! <laughs> Stupid gnome. Enjoy the show, man. I am Gnomewise. I am Grail. I'm Iolite. I'm Quinora. And I'm Dexa. Do not panic. The casuals have seized control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. For Sunday the 28th, I believe it is? 28th yes. of March. Of March yes. 2010, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. And <laughs> I think we've hit that. that. Round, yeah. <laughs> See, that's just kind of my automatic. Yeah, you know, I got to mm-hmm. modify that because we're going to be doing. We got to record this because it takes a lot to have to say, say our it names every, every week. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know, Ugh. a little tired. Oh, you people! You, <laughs> why? Why do I raid with you people? So, before I forget, as I am wont to do, we have a drop-in <gasps> for announcing our IRC rep. Oh wow! Let's hear it. It goes something like this. In the Internet Relay <laughs> chat, we have Barry VA. That's right, the Barry Von Awesome. If you have things you wish to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to the amazing Barry VA. In the IRC. <laughs> I think Grail approves. <laughs> I think that's going to take on a life of its I own. I think with the manual control, that's when it gets it, it hits its stride. Oh, I see. <laughs> you just bring it in, just a little touch here and there. A little bit of love here. Yeah. Right here. Just a touch. Go to the IRC. <laughs> We're just a snippet of music, you know. Oh, yeah. That's we just almost could just have that in the background the whole time we're talking. <laughs> the show would take on a whole different context. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes, it would. For those of you coming into the Grey Void, which is um, the WoW dance party, I am um, downloading the patch right now. She's on the so patch. So I'm on the patch. I'll be there in just a few minutes. Yeah, did they? I didn't pay close attention, but I see they basically reissued 3.3.3. They reshifted, minor, yeah. Minor modifications or something. Mm-hmm. That was odd and lengthy and annoying to have to wait for when I needed my fix. Yeah. It didn't, and, I didn't and see I've, anything different in the and, notes or anything. It just happened Well, again. but I've seen a lot of people have issues with uh, their WTF folder, which I love the name. Just yeah, I know, I love that one. Me too. Causing issues where you had to basically blow it away and re either re-import your stuff back over because it just would get to the loading screen, get all the way to the end, and then all hard drive activity ceases, and you're just stuck on the screen. That would be me. That, that would yeah, be you. We actually we all yeah. had that. That's I she had, had it on her Mac. I had my and I'm guessing months. that maybe this patch was supposed to address that for some. Even after we patched, though, Dax's computer still did not work all the way. Yeah, I, I got it. <sighs> yeah. And I'm wondering if I'm going to get it on this one and have to redo the whole yeah. thing because I hadn't patched this one yet during the week because I was playing on the other Mac. So, which, you know... 
Yeah, I have two masks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't a little, little self-satisfying Slim, down there. Yeah. Okay, Playing my geek cred around, but... Well, I mean, come on, you're begging for it. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> now, I also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people listen to me. <laughs> I've also seized manual control of our segment uh, dividers, so as you may have noticed, it didn't automatically throw us into tangent mode, but we threw ourselves immediately into tangent, tangent mode, mode, so yeah. allow me to... Tangent alert! Yes, Casually yes. Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio is proud to, to present... Tangent alert! A button that I can't press in a timely <laughs> manner. Okay. <laughs> That's what I get for trying to emulate Octail. Shoot me now, shoot me now. Yeah. Yeah, well... Um. Yeah. Do go on. I'll shoot you now. Um, oh, thank no, you. The, I love um, you. You're pretty. <laughs> oh, that's right. For we went to the Ren Fair yesterday. You went to the Ren oh, Fair. We did. Yeah, we've been waiting to see. You'll oh, hear the crinkle of, of the, the bag. Pa- yeah. I know what this is. We were hoping there was. I went with we the were hoping there video <laughs> of a hand catapult. You have <laughs> an actual real hand torsion yeah. catapult yeah. with ammunition, marshmallow ammunition. <laughs> Miniature marshmallow so, ammunition. Marshmallow ammunition and hand catapult were purchased yesterday at the Ren Fair, do Renaissance not, Fair. Do not let Nemesis see this. No. <laughs> or the dog for that matter. Marshmallow ammunition are, are goes you, into you, the little cup. Are, are you kidding? The dog is going to eat every single one of those marshmallows. That's, that's, that's how, what we were doing with Crinkles this week. Crinkles is our new name for our dog. We'll tell you why in a second. <laughs> The thing has range. I it goes. It does. How cool is that? It, it went over it, there. It, it hit the wall over there. Uh, so don't worry. Your dog's going to yeah. go get it. The dog's the go dog found it. the marshmallow. There Already. Booyah, Grandma. A.K.A. Hoover. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The phrase for the day yesterday at the Ren Fest was, oh, my God, this thing is so, so cool. <laughs> yeah. As we watched the funny. person demoing it launch it a good 20, 30 yeah. feet. Oh, yeah. She was funny. <laughs> she was shooting it at everybody who walked by the booth. That ain't right. Yeah. It was it's epic. Awesome. Was Y'all epic. hearing that big click in the background? <laughs> yeah. That's the, the and the, and the name of the booth was Siege the Day. No. Yes. Yes. They had all kinds of stuff. They yeah. actually had they actually had trebuchets that flung little marshmallows too. They wanted fifty bucks for those. I fling them. Yes, yeah. and I wasn't. But yeah, all I could think of, all I could think of, was the gnome flingers from Dragonlance. Yeah, <laughs> very old school reference, right? Very. There. Old that was school. all I could think about. Was oh my god, these are gnome flingers. <laughs> That's and awesome. we did find a place yesterday called the Armor Gnomes. Armor Gnomes. Yes, Armor Gnomes. The Armor Gnomes. The they guy don't really actually make armor for gnomes. No, but he, he, they call themselves the Armor Gnomes. Spelled right. with the U, the correct King's English Armour. 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 And uh, yeah, they actually made uh, armor out of, it was like 20, 16 or 28 sheets. Well, let me, let me test cool. my other new toy here so I can say it properly. Armor Gnomes. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Too <When> funny. <laughs> Is that is that you, God? <laughs> no one knows where that's Stop from. Touching yourself, exactly. Stop playing with yourself. Okay, if you haven't already, go watch. Real, Real genius. genius. It's the reason that Gnome and I went to college. Yes. And we're like, severely ah. disappointed when we got there. Yeah, exactly. Uh. This is nothing like Val Kilmer said it would be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop playing with yourself. <laughs> Too funny. Uh. Oh, that was hilarious. So, oh. so yeah, we had a blast at the Ren yeah. Fair. We had a good time yesterday. It was good. We yeah. had fun. Like, Ate last, some turkey leg and had watch, some mead. Watch the guy doing the glass blowing. The if glass you've never seen that, go. Oh, I've seen glass so blowing before, yeah. but go watch at your local Renfest. Go watch the guy doing the glass blowing because that was extremely cool. Yep. And I think next year we're going to purchase a piece and have him 
demonstrate how to blow it because he, if you purchase a piece, he'll he'll, he'll do it. He'll blow it the for you. Yeah, right he made there. a pitcher mm-hmm. right there in a full size pitcher right there in half an hour. Because he he's oh, totally an alpha beautiful. geek in my opinion. Oh yeah, he, he was, was that was really cool. I was like, wow, that's take neat. a little video. Oh yeah, yeah. Post it up. He it was oh his stuff was so <laughs> great. Now, the the Renaissance Festival. Is over for this year. For yes, this season, today is right? the last today day. Is this last is day. it. Yeah, I knew I wasn't going to make it this time. Yeah. No, I wasn't in the car. With cards. everything that was going on this weekend, we just had lots scheduled. Well, we had to we'll have to pay attention and keep it on the radar for next year. Oh yeah, to do the uh, Black Void has named this the Death Knight voice button. Oh, nice. oh, there you go. Yeah. But it's a dial, so that works. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it works. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose maybe. I should pull up the black boy. No, maybe. Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, as soon as we got home, we started uh, flinging these at Crinkles, which is the new name for our dog. Oh, you have to tell that story. And, tell. and that the reason was really funny. her new name is Crinkles is because one day I came home to a clicking sound on my stove. And I went to the stove, and the, the stove was turned on. Really? Yeah, and it was, you know, it was left on the starter. Ignite. Uh-huh. So, on the Ignite. So it was, I turned off the stove, opened a bunch of windows, went and looked at our dog, and she had burnt her whiskers, so now they're all crinkled up on the side. That'll learn ya. little singe on the face. Oh, yeah, thanks. So, yeah, our dog tried to burn our house down. Yes. Or make us some grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, maybe she was trying to cook. That would have been epic if she'd made you grilled cheese sandwiches. Grilled yeah. rogue sandwiches, I would have, yes. I, I, yeah, grilled, <laughs> yeah. rogues, grilled rogue sandwiches. That's pretty funny. I'm, I'm surprised it you didn't smell like... You made grilled cheese sandwiches and burnt down the house? I'm, I'm not even mad. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grilled, sandwiches, grilled cheese sandwiches are great. Look at the bomb. But you still can't drive until you... Well, yeah. that's, that's like the audio version of any number of those demotivational posters you see where they're focusing on something innocuous in the background when something major is in the foreground. So you have the hot, semi-naked chick, and in the background is the deep background of television with Futurama. And so, oh, great! Futurama's on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Return to the air. Yeah. 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 Nerdly, nerdly. Oh, wow. What? I'm, I'm scared. You married me. Nerdly. Mm-hmm. So oh, we also yeah. went and saw Alice in Wonderland. Ah, 3D oh, or not 3D? 3D IMAX. Oh, damn. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Not worth it. Uh, <laughs> At least in my opinion. I don't think the 3D was worth the it. The 3D I mean, wasn't worth it. Was the IMAX it? was okay, but I mean, it really... It was 30 bucks for two people. It was 30 people. bucks for two people, and that was enough to make That's me IMAX. go, this thing better, you know, Johnny Depp better be sitting right next to me, talking to me or something. I said he this. should be, he better be making out with me, but <laughs> I didn't work out either. Hey there, hot mama. Overall, I, mean, I thought the movie <laughs> itself was pretty good, though. Okay. It was, I, liked, I liked the film, but yeah, the film I, I just good. don't think it needed the full 3D treatment, because honestly, there was only a couple scenes where I really felt it was noticeable that there was even watching a 3D movie. Yep, that's for sure. There was uh, very little. And we had... What? Oh, and we had um, we were planning next weekend mm-hmm. uh, um, a I, I I don't know it's like an honorary Clash of the Titans run. We must go and see because oh, it releases yeah. next weekend. There's a couple of other things coming out on April second, but most of the others are on TV. So we've got um, new Doctor Who starting. I think the new maybe the new Stargate Universe is starting. There is a third show I know is coming back next. Uh, Next week, but yeah, I'm 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 like I'm, I'm gearing up for all my off season, mm-hmm. like my off season stuff, and I have to go see Clash of the Titan. It's a, it's a uh, moral yeah. imperative because yeah. I, I spent a lot of time doing that as um, you know 
as a young child watching Harry Hamlin and all the other people. But I think after after my Alice experience, I may go see that one normal and wait till people talk to me about the 3D. You know, I have monocular vision. Okay. So 3D doesn't matter doesn't to do me. Doesn't do you anything then. Yeah, I gain nothing other than spending extra money to go see 3D. <laughs> um, so having only one eye. That does it. It kind of does it. Well. You can at least get the yeah. benefit of like the IMAX or like the <coughs> Cine Capri screen out here, though. Yeah, I can yes. get the big screen, yes. you know, that sort of thing. But I just think it's it's hilarious because I went and saw Avatar twice, both oh, okay. times in 3D. Oh, really? Because <laughs> um, everyone I was with wanted to go see it in sure. 3D. And the the incredibly humorous part was, you know, that it does at least work with the glasses on. I'm not like getting headaches or having. Yeah, it's a lot an improvement of over the older technology. Yeah, the, yeah. the red blue technology way better <laughs> than the red blue technology, but still, I uh, I'll be glad. You know, I don't think 3D TV is yeah. going to matter to me very much either when that actually. No, I ships. saw my first commercial for that yesterday. Right. Mm. Yeah, I was watching something. I don't remember. It was last night while we were raiding, mm-hmm. and I saw that, and I saw the new Quatron from Sharp, which is an LCD TV. Mm. Or an LED TV where they add most TVs are red RGB, red, green, blue. Right. Sharp has gone and added yellow. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nemesis. You really shouldn't have pointed to that. <laughs> come in through a Nemesis door. is trying to come in through the dog door and the dog door is closed. And he's and, tapping and, on it. And Gnome Wise wow. put the the, That's funny. the lock, the shield down. <laughs> <laughs> on the doggy door, and he's trapping our seven-year-old outside in the Instead backyard. Instead of coming so, through the door, which is unlocked. Ayo, um, where's the dance party at? <laughs> <laughs> yes. we're, in, we're in Dunmoro at the dance party. I'm not certain I can actually proceed with this until I take care of oh, my munchkin. Oh, you figured out you can lift it up some. So, uh-huh. oh, wow. You're going to trap yourself there. Okay. All right, I, Anyhow. I, I, I have a bone to pick. <laughs> okay, since pick I'm bone. looking at the black void, black void, and I see yes. Harpalice, and I have a personal message for Harpalice. <laughs> the Dax is laughing about it. She showed me the piece of artwork that Harpalice sent to us, which is a very nice Harpalite or a very nice uh, piece of artwork. I was very impressed with this. But what the hell, Harpalice? <laughs> I'm the one who gets tied to the damn table. Oh, you're just yeah. This now that somebody, it's somebody, I know. I but I haven't been paying attention to the boards. Gwenora. If you like that, oh, you're going to love this. Oh, yeah. She's oh, no. on the sleigh list. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. This is better. Speaking as a gay man. Oh, God. you. Play it. Play, play it now. Don't, play it. No, no, you, didn't, you didn't hear all of it. Listen. Speaking as a gay man. I'm going to all of you. <laughs> That's it. I quit. I'm leaving. <laughs> God, wow. and this is so. Oh God, this is the one time in my life I regret that this is a PG show. Because damn, I have some things to say to you people. Well, uh, whose fault? Whose fault was that? Uh, yes, Barry. Exactly. Uh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I think God. that bears repeating. Speaking as a gay man, oh, I'm going to <laughs> all of you. <laughs> we got that. Our in. listeners. Wow. All right, all right, who's on the sleigh list with Harpalice now? Um, uh, I ain't saying. I'll find out. <laughs> uh, wow. I will find out. I thought you'd appreciate that. Thank you for giving yeah, me gotta be incredible Sean. opening for that. Oh, uh, I have to tell you, he played that before the show. And I know I'm eight months pregnant, but boy, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
almost it caused the delivery. Oh, no. apparently so somebody just threw Doomtooth under the bus. I think it was himself. Wow. So now I will give you the chance to respond. I'm going to slay all of you. Yeah. Everyone dies painfully. <laughs> okay, so on a much more pleasant note. <laughs> It's a little less embarrassing for me. <laughs> yes, yes, the picture from Harpalice was yes. made of wind. I was very impressed with that. Please send mm-hmm. us more art like that. We'd be more than happy to give you credit for that. And paste, put it up where everybody can see it, since it already has been done and I wasn't paying attention. So I got here like five minutes before the show started. Five? Yeah. Two. Two. Okay. Two. Hey, oh, that's before still the show started. It's before, <laughs> as you said last week, well, you, we haven't started yet, so you're here before the show. <laughs> so, um, oh, I was my doing goodness. my two good deeds for the day. So, the first one was that I went to the dog pound and adopted another dog. Woof. So, I will post pictures. No, there will be no naming contest because, as, as someone pointed out to me, he's family now and family names family. So... Um, so I'll be open to suggestions, but there will be no contest because I'm going to let my family and friends help me name him. His middle name is George because I want to hug him and squeeze him, him and, and call, call him George because I got to call him something right now. But a friend of mine pointed out to me that he's I can't pick him up until Tuesday because he has to see the doctor to be modified. And he my and I'm going to take him to the vet afterwards, my vet. And my friend says, well, you have to come up with a name before Tuesday because they'll start a file on him and they need a name for it. I'm like, oh, wow, this did just become a priority. Actually, um, when we had uh, Oz at first um, and named him, we didn't have a name for him yet when he took him into the vet because we had to take him in in the first couple of days that we had him. And so the name uh, that we gave him, he was just Puppy White. Yeah, that's name. probably what's going to be. And so it, it gave us at least a little bit of time. And then when we went in the next time, we were able to actually give them the name, give them the, yeah. the official name. And yes, he is. Um, I would say this wrong. Oswald. Peta Underfoot is his full name. Ah, um, it's very classic. And um, I find that that it it. It helps. PETA actually does stand for what you think it does. Pain in the... Ah. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, I, was, the animal rights I was thinking the animal rights thing, too. I was like, you need to know the I number. Was, yeah. I was like, you so needed to no. not tell me that. PETA stands for pain, stands for pain in the Pain in the ass. Okay. Yeah. And um, the... Uh, so. I don't know. It just it's it's okay. They're okay with it if you don't have a name yet, as long as it and doesn't go too long. Well, and that's you know. good. It's just I gotta, I'm going to take him to the vet. After I pick him up, my vet, and let them give him a good going over. He's a stray. He's been there for six days now. So he wasn't there all that long before I found him. Um, and he's six months old. He's a pit bull mix. He's tan with some white. And um, I'm going to leave him at the vet for a couple of days because they, they do boarding as well. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to take him home and start introducing him to my other dog, Shadow, and then leave for work the next morning. And be gone for 10 hours because I work 10-hour shifts. Right. So I have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. So that's what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to go pick him up first thing Friday morning and then take him home and introduce him. And that way I can be home all weekend for the initial break-in period. And run, run interference. He, run he, interference. He, he, right. you, Shadow's you, nice. I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. But because the new dog is young enough because he's only six months, he, he'll be pretty flexible about it. But this is the first time I brought another dog into the house for a permanent basis. Shadow will eat him. 
So uh, Seattle, <laughs> uh, he'll be all right. I don't think it's going to be too much of a problem. So, but it'll be next oh, weekend. It'll be Seattle's entertaining. Be like <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I'm <laughs> yeah. expecting. Is this yes. is you do stuff. <laughs> this is where you're going to sit when I destroy something so you can take the blame. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So the other good deed was I was driving home from the pound to my house, and there was a couple of of really young kids, not that young, but old enough to drive, who had ran out, run out of gas. So I gave them a couple of bucks for gas and then gave them a, drove them to the gas station, got them gas, and then drove back, got them a can full of gas so that they could fill their car up and go to the gas station on their own. So that was my other good deed. Cool. I normally don't. So, and, and they were sitting right at the corner where right. there's normally old, hairy panhandlers with beards. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and everybody was giving the money because usually when we drive by there, it's some guy, you know, disabled vet will work for food kind of a thing, and it was ran out of gas, need help. Oh, yeah, I can help with that. So. Yeah. Yeah, so the, that the, was my the, other good deed for the day. The hairy panhandling tramps. Oh, my duck, his pants have disappeared. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, so I have to ask, these, these good deeds, are you trying to balance a set of scales? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> these are preemptive. I, I was just going to say. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want to run a large credit yeah. balance. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think, um, you know, the gray void is coming up with some really crazy things. Um, they're suggesting things like, well, you've already got a dog named Shadow, so you could name it Shadow and Light or Dark and Shadow. Um, well, I've, and had, I've had two other suggestions, if I can interrupt real quick. Of course. Um, you um, haven't heard the, the other The other two that I've heard was Shadow and Spec. Mm-hmm. Shadow, Spec. Shadow, Spec, yes. Mm-hmm. The other, I, which would have been great if I played a priest. Um, the, other I heard, the, the other one that was told me was Meand, M-E-A-N-D. So it was me and my, my shadow. shadow. So yeah. yeah, I was kind of. I'm not so sure about that one. And my shadow. Oh, someone just suggested in facts, as in shadow, shadow facts. facts. Yeah. From, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that would be cool. Yes. Um, actually, that would be cool. the uh, The one that the one that made me go boo the most was name and boy. That way, it could be boy George. <laughs> no, that's, and, that's and, I, you know, and, I, and when he was, when you were mad at him, you could say, "Get over here, boy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> you do a lot like that, King George. Wow, King George. Yeah, yeah. well, because I'm kind of, he's tan and he's kind of reddish. So, by the way, those were both from Muggy. Uh, uh, okay, thank you, Muggy. <laughs> you got upset on, because I didn't even mention the uh, name of the uh, person who came up. A play on groan, a play on words that I think is kind of funny is a, an alternate word for red is Rufus, and Rufus is a name that I happen to like. I think it'd be a good name for a dog. So the thought was to name him Rufus, and then the suggestion from there from the person who came up with George was you could name him Sir Rufus, and then it would be like Sir Rufus the Third kind of a thing. But yeah. she she insisted that every all the pets had to have middle names. Because all of her pets have middle names that you could yell at them properly. But I was over at my parents' house this morning having breakfast, and my mother Where's dropped our kid? my mother dropped the grandson word <gasps> on oh, my dog oh. on Shadow. It was entertaining. Oh, have, on the dog. Okay, the that's dog. better. No, 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 no. She <laughs> dropped. She she, she referred like, to herself in yet? the context of my dog. <laughs> she referred to him as herself as grandma. <laughs> Which is a momentous I, I almost fell out of the chair in shock I was like wait stop Did I just hear that come out of your mouth Because I brought that up to her in jest What are you talking about you don't have grand You've got five do- four dogs Well not mm-hmm. five but she doesn't know this yet You now have you have five dog Grand dogs exactly And oh my god I almost got excommunicated Excuse me um, <laughs> Disowned thrown out of the will Um 
Well, yeah. hey. I mean, I got to tell you. Out of you, my mother's house, yes. I mean, I got to tell you that, that um, considering the fact that, that your parents look identical to when they did, to what they did in I high know, school. I know. They're remarkably well preserved. I think they've got the, the pool in the backyard is actually the fountain of youth. I, 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 I find I that think, easy to believe. I, I think that that she has she's okay being insulted with being called grandma. I totally this, yeah. I didn't bring it up. She started she, it. She definitely looks like she should not be a yeah, grandma yet. She started it. Um, she started it. We saw. Jeez, you're having way too much fun with that. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, hey, I'm reading the Black Void again. Silverleaf brought up Rufus from Bill and Ted. Ah, yeah, George exactly, Carlin. exactly. Uh-huh. George Carlin, Rufus from Bill and Ted. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Okay, Rufus is a front runner right now. Well, Rufus uh, was already a front runner when you walked in the door. It was, but that's even better now because I really enjoyed that movie. And it's George Carlin. Excellent. Oh, oh, good. Our kid is alive. All right. Well, I hardly killed him at all. And yeah. off he goes back into the backyard again. By the way, I have to mention since we're just barely still in the tangent segment yes. that it doesn't get any more beautiful than it is right now. Oh, yeah. In Arizona. Oh. In Arizona. Dude, check yep. out weather.com right now. And, it, and envy us. It is... It's absolutely fabulous outside. It's un- a gorgeous day. Fabulous. Speaking it's, as a, this is the sort of day that drives me outside, days, and that takes a lot. Days like today <laughs> are why I live here, and oh, why I put up with 115 in the summertime. Days like uh. today are why I'm glad I have Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> very much it's so. Like I can go outside and still do all of my computer stuff. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was just, it was a nice, cool breeze. It was beautiful out there yesterday. Yeah, we we were just literally. I was going through and and had all the windows open, all the doors open, and just letting you know with the the screen shut, just letting all the air come through, and it was just. It just makes you feel good. Yes. It just—it's not. It's yeah. It gives you that feeling. It gives you that oh, kind of I'm really happy to be alive sort of feeling. Take a moment here. Do a quick sound check for Darkside to change some of her settings. No, she's sounding like a whole bunch of nothing right now, isn't she? Yeah, we're not now? hearing you, Daxa. No. Uh, on the fly. And oh my god, support. it's Jay in the in the bla- in the gray void actually says, "Lol, we still got snow here in Canada." And I'm like, "Um, you're in Canada, yeah. dude." I hear it, the Antarctic uh, also still has snow. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's 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 I, I sit there and go, "You know, I'm sorry, you still can't beat it's like Florida and a lot of these other places still can't beat Phoenix in my mind cuz I just don't deal well with humidity." Right. So I've been to Florida. I've traveled there. I've traveled there when it's supposedly their loveliest time of year. Mm-hmm. And what I got was it was, you know, it was Humid. 80 degrees, but it was 100% humidity yeah. or 80% humidity. And it was brutal. It was like, ugh, yeah. sticky everywhere I go. And there's and stick is horrible. You have yeah. to keep taking showers every three minutes. And then you can't get dry yeah. right. from the shower. Ugh. Right. Let's like climb out of the shower, dry off. Yeah. Dry off again. Yeah. Dry off again. <laughs> Finally get dressed. Dry off again. It's like, no, forget it. This doesn't work. So I, I, I'm a real fan of 5% humidity. Yes. <laughs> it's like Me 5% too. or less. You got it. Yeah. And it is one of those things that really works. So we had uh, just a lot of fun. We visited the in-laws. We've got another. Yesterday we got a brother-in-law in town. Um, he's being his usual self. So it's it's just a little crazy. 
No more than usual. Yeah. Which you say? <laughs> and I have, and I have, and I'm going to, and I'm going to say it. And I have cankles. What can I say? <laughs> I've given up on the capacity of seeing my ankles really? until pull your pants. The up. baby's. Hey. <laughs> That's <laughs> my wife. At least you didn't say pull down. Them down. Yeah, exactly. you do have cankles. I told you I have cankles. <laughs> I that my my ankles are completely I've seen, gone. I've seen your ankles before. You have ankles and calves normally, and you're right. Yeah, you have cankles. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. I'm pregnant. sorry. Yeah, they're gone until the baby's born. Yeah. Ankles. I won't a, a see my ankles I again didn't even know until. Before. Yeah, well, you teach me some, but yours normally involve porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at least teaching you wow. something that doesn't involve sex. <laughs> I think I win. <laughs> I, I, I tuned out. I just heard porn. So <laughs> that kind of brought me back to the conversation. Wow. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Die in a fire. <laughs> oh, God, that was too funny. Oh. Oh, my heavens. Oh, my goodness. Uh, which brings us to the break. Yay! <laughs> a porn break? <laughs> apparently. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, apparently. Um, yeah, we're going to go on break because uh, perhaps we're all distracted by that statement, I guess. <laughs> Is this thing still on? Oh, crap. Yeah. (laughs) You're not that lucky. As much as it makes Octail want to hurl himself out of a multi-story building when I say it, you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. And we are highbrow content, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Are we ever? (laughs) The best. Coming up for you, we have another edition of Northrend News. This is episode 16 from Amelia over Bay Day. And some tunes from the Exorb. We'll be back right after this. Welcome to Northrend News, a subsidiary of the Nomergan News Network, with your host, Blinky Bixby. In today's top story, gnomes and goblins the world over have joined together in Gadgetsan this week for the third annual Engineers Expo. Featuring the latest designs in gnomish technology and the hottest goblin explosives, the Expo promises to be an event to remember. Today's festivities opened with the traditional regatta along the shimmering flats. The goblins won the race by a narrow margin thanks to the added firepower of their all-new Mega Blaster Dynamite. Unfortunately, the goblin pilot did not survive the race long enough to give an interview. But perhaps the most acclaimed invention spotlighted this year is the Gnomergan design team's all-new Gnome Force 5D goggles, guaranteed to bring new perspective to gnomes everywhere. In response, goblin engineers told their gnomish competitors to go blow one up. The expo concludes tomorrow with the medals and awards ceremony, and, as is customary, the losers will become the test pilots for the expo's final event, the flaming parachute jump into Ungaro Crater. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News.
drinking is a gay man. I'm going to all of you. Gwenora likes that particular uh, radio. Oh my uh, god, uh, yes. Doctor <laughs> told me to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just an accurate representation of the staff members. Yes, <laughs> it is. That's what was funny about it. I've met him and that's I'm absolutely I'm still pretending right. to be a little girl. <laughs> With the van. Yes. Oh, god. oh, don't. No, that's just you. He does have a panel van, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Does oh he really? Oh, my God. Don't. Nah. Oh. Xbox okay, 360 just... and Ice Cream Girls, man. <laughs> <laughs> that just mutilates. I got a really rare Pokemon you need to catch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, Come oh, with oh. me. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, boy. Going but if, but if we're talking one. about thirteen-year-olds, and we've got to go to the, but he's five foot seven, and he has an eight pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not touching that one. <laughs> Too funny. Way, I'm sorry. Way not going. Casually hardcore live oh on Versus God. the World Radio is proud to present. That's great actual physical contact. That's our actual our first of two actual content sections in our show. Wow. We've grown from one to two. She's gone from suck to blow. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm reasonably certain people would like blow better. Too far? Too far. Are you smoking crack? I'll be in the car. Just guessing, as I said. Just guessing. So the big news in WoW this week is... Mm. Well, uh, 3.3. Well, but they announced the dates for... On BlizzCon. BlizzCon 2010. Right. Still in Anaheim. Yes. Despite rampant speculation that it was landing in Vegas. And it may have actually been someone in the Las Vegas Convention Center getting happy, happy about putting on the calendar before it was announced that 
may have lost it for them. We'll never know. Yeah. Uh, who knows how it all how, went, how it went down? Out. I personally, I mean, we've gone obviously. I at least all of us have gone to last year's and then the year before that um, we were at the year we were at the year yeah. yeah. I think we were all no, there Gwen, yeah, Gwen wasn't there. because he was really out of the country yes yeah. but that was 08 so we uh, but I mean so two years I've experienced Anaheim and it, it's actually I thought it functioned pretty well yeah um, the, the expanded version in 09 where they doubled the amount of available floor space yeah helped a lot no that without doubt made for some very tired feet but I wish I didn't miss, yeah. though, last year, comparing it to the year before, the more intimate uh, uh, oh, talks yeah. they had when the smaller conference the, rooms. Mm-hmm. The upstairs conference room. Yeah. yeah this, but That was nice the prior year. Although I definitely liked the store setup this year. <laughs> yeah. In 09 yes. versus 08. Because in 08, that five hours of standing in line was not friendly to me. That was made and of much suck. I, I was really, yeah. really unhappy about that. And yeah. so I, I was terribly, terribly glad to see that they had completely changed the store setups. <laughs> oh, you got to feel sorry for that guy. I did. I felt sorry for Io like four days yeah. afterwards oh, standing in that line. Yeah, so I, they definitely at least learned that one year to year. Yes. The funny, yeah. I mean, yeah. But the funny <laughs> part was is that, that just that whole, I did not realize actually that simply standing can be that exhausting. Can well just can hurt that much oh, after yeah. a while because I've taught and I've taught you know six hours at a time where you're standing you're standing but you're able to move yeah, you're, you're up moving in front of the students around. you're walking around you're you know you're working with them on things you're moving things together so I haven't I mean there have been days when I've gone and I've had ten hours of standing across the course of a day mm-hmm. and your feet hurt and you're really tired but that standing where it's stand for ten minutes move two steps. Stand for another ten minutes. It's a I different thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a different kind of. So pain. I, I hope that they keep that lesson in mind as yes. they move to the next BlizzCon. For sure. Then we I'm, see. So they're still doing the convention center. Yes. 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 Anaheim okay. Convention yes. Center. And it should be pretty much exactly the same. They, they can't expand any bigger. Unless, well, they can, use, they can make use of the upstairs or the downstairs where they did the actual pickups for the goodie bags. Yeah. Yes. Right. was a huge, massive area yeah. that they just used the for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, just used much, for that yeah. one thing. That one thing. So they have room. I mean, really, the question is, will they have any need to expand more? True. Because they already have it pretty well sectioned off for WoW, StarCraft, and Diablo. Uh, the real question is, will they make any announcements about okay. their yet announced, unannounced uh, MMO? Right. I, I would suggest that they make the below ground with the columns and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is like, close it in, make it a quest space. <laughs> a dungeon. A dungeon. <laughs> and let people play. You have to zone into the instance. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm telling exactly. you. You go in in groups of five. <laughs> And you complete your quests in there, and they've got <laughs> NPCs not in per, there. Not particularly cooperatives. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Stationed around, and you've got to go through a quest chain to get your, I don't know what, your goodie bag or your Yeah, something. somebody down there like, yeah. get me a soda. Yep. Yes. <laughs> oh, a FedEx quest. Okay. Yeah. There's like a line of vending machines, but they don't, like, only one takes the dollar. Everything yep. else, you know, will reject it. So. There's, no, there's no action gear. Dang. What do I do? Yeah. I need you to kill... Bobby Kotick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the most popular quest here. I don't understand. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I can remember going through some really good haunted houses as a um, as a college student. 
and thinking to myself that you could definitely use that downstairs space in the Anaheim Convention Center for something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking we should do that. We should do a quest for our listeners. Go around with little question marks or exclamation points on our head. Oh, I've got the quest giver hat. We got the quest giver hat. Both the exclamation point and the question mark. Yeah. So change the hat out. (laughs) Yeah, change the hat. I got this. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me switch my hat. Okay, there you go. Now you can can talk to me about it. You didn't right click on me the last time, so. (laughs) Touch me like you know me. (laughs) Oh, wow. What? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think we should keep our quest PG rated. There's a request that that I just, I have to fulfill. Uh, Oh, my God. I love me some Black Void. And the request goes something like this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Got a little reverb going there? Just a little bit. Don't give that man a toy. Do not (laughs) give that man a blowtorch. So they really didn't give, though, much... uh, Details regarding BlizzCon, other than the dates and the site. The dates and, and the And they have a new fact up, though, saying what you can and can't do now at BlizzCon, which was an interesting read. Oh, what can Shocking. you not what, do? What can you no longer do? No more, unless you're wielding a press pass, are you allowed to bring in a laptop? laptop. Uh-huh. So they basically, they have, I mean, on the downer note, definitely sectioned it off now for... Either you're getting a press badge or if you're doing something fan-related, like, I don't know, maybe a podcast or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely made it more difficult to actually get into the the convention I think we went through and, I mean, uh, we're a different organization now, but we went through and got a press pass last time. Yeah, but we only got like three. There were two press passes, and that's because WoW Radio, back when it existed at that time, was an official Blizzard fan site. Yes. Um, right. We are versus where production has no such delineation, so we're likely not going to be able to do anything other than go back to our rooms afterwards and talk about talk what about we, what we just talk did, or bring people out of the convention center and sure. interview them elsewhere. So we'll have to see. I mean, that's the initial post on there. So even for you know, obviously our station's affected, but if you're somebody just, I saw a lot of people with laptops there. That's oh, something yeah. to be aware of that right. they are now limiting that. Uh, they had discussion about mp3 players you can have it but you can't have it actually plugged into anything um so i mean, i think that's more to say you can't oh. bring your mp3 player and go to one of our test stations and plug it into our computer and steal data files yeah, exactly. exactly well i think they're also sense. which is understandable yeah, they're, they're getting really really careful of their agreements probably they may have they may have we don't know uh, i think they probably haven't announced it yet but they may have signed another agreement with direct tv almost certainly or another oh, I'm and so you, sure you look at did. that and say all right so they're going to actually get really you know strict about trying to defend the property they although have, they are saying that they have not yeah. y- yet considered uh, doing that again but yeah. you never know I they mean, don't have an announcement at this time on direct tv they basically said they're they're still exploring they didn't actually even mention direct tv <coughs> on there they just said they're exploring whether or not they're going to broadcast yeah. it they, broadcast, may pro- yeah. they may have partnered with somebody else or might be going homegrown streaming it through their own site maybe yeah mm-hmm. that seems sure. like a better way of doing it that's also it's, <laughs> well, that's very blizzard i mean that's someone else does something well they see it they like it just name any number of add-ons that are now a part of the, oh, the sure. base ui sure so they're like, hey, DirecTV's developed this great add-on. And we, we can buy cameras, and we've got bandwidth of the gods at our servers already. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. We can do us some of that and keep the money for ourselves. And then that's where Bobby comes in. A whole <laughs> other story. See, I mean, you know, this, about this is the one we have to kill? Two million dollars for <laughs> yeah. streaming BlizzCon ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is the business side of things. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Bobby does. Yeah, you think about their monthlies and go, oh, "Was two million worth it?" <laughs> I mean, two million dollars didn't have a minute ago. Yeah, that's, that's, a, yeah, lot that's, of, that's true. a lot of development hours for the yeah. ROI on streaming some video yeah. from BlizzCon yeah. from a con that they're already putting on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and for charging sure. for. Hmm. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I know. Step three, profit. profit. Yeah. Well, this might be an indication that them Step four, down, buy new underwear. <laughs> they might, it might be a preliminary indicator that they are going to roll out the new MMO. And just because they want to tightly control, because all their other properties, there's information out there. Sure. Diablo 3, StarCraft 2, Cataclysm even you know, had playable stuff last BlizzCon. Oh, yeah. And they don't want people with their laptops with the built-in cameras and the built-in live, you know, live blogging. Uh, you know, take a picture of a screen and then put it in your blog immediately. Right, right. I mean, that's probably what they're trying to control, as well as walking up to a demo machine's available USB port and sucking the entire game directory onto a, a highly portable data device. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they see, and that's the type of thing. It's like, okay, I, I get that piece. Uh, and maybe, you know, you can even say from a laptop point of view, that's it's not much different. You could do the same type of activity. Yes. It'd be a little bit harder to sneak that one by. Like, what's that laptop doing on top of that computer? Why is it connected to it? I don't know what you're uh, talking about. I didn't see anything. Huh? I know. Who are you? So. Why are we talking? But, oh, I and mean, they, don't you think a USB port? I mean, you've got flash drives that are pretty easy to hide. I'm not sure if it's a reasonable thing to try to control. I mean, but, but they at least I, I, can, I have a flash drive in a ballpoint pen. Exactly. I mean, it's like this is... But they have to put it out there. They have to put yeah. the verbiage on their site saying these are not allowed devices. Right. Well, also, verbiage. from verbiage. an IT standpoint, you can go in and at a hardware level and turn off USB ports on machines. Sure. Yeah. So they just plain don't work. Yeah. So they really want to control it. There are other avenues that they can investigate. Yeah. Well, it would be really sad if we don't get to do all the... Yeah, but I mean, they did allow video cameras. Those are yeah. allowed. Yeah, we can bring the little, little cameras. We yeah. can record our, each so. other. My HD flip. As far as you know, the, the live broadcasting, I mean, that, that was only ever under the blessing of having press credentials, which right. we don't have and don't have a means of getting that we're aware of. If wow. anyone out there is, is connected and wants to hook us up and you're listening, do so. The show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Yeah. And I'm doing my radio voice now. Yes, It's yes, all up are. in the nose. It's, it's highly professional. No, no, it's not. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> no, nice. it's, it's... You all it's, want It's me. really not. You, you remember me talking last night? We were watching that uh, the uh, Jamie Oliver TV Food show. Revolution Food show. Revolution show. Um, that yeah. started. And I said, why is it? That all of the male radio personalities out there on whatever it is have exactly the same radio voice. Have exactly the same radio voice, and why is it the most annoying voice on the planet? At which Hmm. point my husband said, well, someone decided it was the default, and so everyone learned it. (laughs) And I was like, ew. I do radio. I am a professional. You can tell by the way I talk and how I strategically place my pauses. I learned that. (laughs) From William Shatner. I was going to say. My God. Bones. Uh. (laughs) What? Okay. Shaking your heads does not play well on the radio. You're just going. I don't need to talk. (laughs) Sit here while you. Yeah, I'm sure you got a dial for this stuff, (laughs) too. So. (laughs) Oh, yes. It's a very nice. uh, Yes, Jim Tooth. I understand your comment. That's the big, you know, that's one of the big announcements. And of course, the patch dropped again. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, why that was. It's a repatch. Okay. Repatched. 
Repatched. Um, yes. They also again. brought up Jay Moore is going to host again. Oh, good. I love Jay oh. Moore. He's getting really good at it. Yes. yes, he is. First year, he was he didn't know what he was doing. Well, now with. he understands what his audience is. He, yeah. and, he, and he really has a good rapport with the people. Yep. Um, the the two years ago when he was he had the Frost Norn replica, he's like, yeah. "We're going to Disneyland." That was <laughs> tonight. good. Tonight. Yeah, taking it over. We're storming taking it. Yeah. We're storming the gates of Disneyland. Yeah. We've got the palace and the castle. It's all ours. Yeah, it fits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's We're the 22nd sure and 23rd of October then. That is correct. Nice. Yep, we will see if... Uh, Do we know when uh, tickets go? No announcement. There's no announcement. Other tickets. than the fact that it's going to be web-based only again, the store is probably going to function much like it did the previous you year. You need to have a... Oh. Uh, the account you need to have a, a Battle Battle.net Battle account, account which yes. hopefully everybody has transitioned over to already you but uh, if you don't have one get that set up prior to uh, getting your tickets because it'll save you some time uh, I'll, I'll have to sit on the computer again and pray that my timing <laughs> I know pray, pray that my timing is as good as last year's yeah <laughs> and we have and, to we have to like call all of us have to call each which other which will be on a conference call or will be on Ventrilo or something, or something yeah. okay who's got them yeah who's in okay buy uh, whatever the max is because they haven't yeah. announced any buy, of the, buy your five or your yeah, ten, ten or whatever yep. it is so um on the good side of this though I, I won't be pregnant anymore that's true. Woo-hoo! This is true. On the downside, <laughs> we will have an infant. On yes, the downside, yeah, we <laughs> will have a, what, four-month-old, I think. Yeah, so I like, will very likely be soloing this one, so mm. y'all have fun. Oh. I'll be running the control. I'll be running the internet side of things from here. <laughs> With a baby. With a baby, yes. Because I won't, I, won't, I won't be on a microphone, so it'll be okay. Yeah. I'll just go AFK for long stretches <laughs> of time without explanation. <laughs> Dude, we need to go on the air. We need to go on the air. Go, go. Yeah. to feed you to the dog. I'm reasonably <laughs> certain the dog would like that. Um, <laughs> At least a slobber on. Nom, 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 nom. Yes, this is the first time I noticed it that my dog had a runny nose. I'm like, dog, dog do you have allergies? Because yeah. the rest of us yeah. Yeah. Oh, the ours do. Yeah, our dog, I think, I think he has allergies. Oh, yeah. Ours gets a horrible sounding cacking cough, like you know the sound I have human video. makes when they like scratch the back of their throat. Uh-huh. That's the exact sound our dog makes. It's horrible. Except she decides to make it at like two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. of course, in the room. Uh, our doctor sounded like Chris Rock during it. He was like, "I've never heard that sound from a canine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And then there was a kind of silence. Yeah. So well, I got uh, distracted by the boy coming in and grabbing a piece of pizza and leaving the room. It just distracted me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Guess we just keep feeding him pizza. That'll help keep him quiet. There you the go. Show. It's hungry. It's good. I Is gave it... him some chili. He quieted right down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You changed that <laughs> word choice there. I gave him some chili. It was the sense from Ghostbusters too. Oh, okay. The baby was a little fussy. I gave him some chili. He settled right. <laughs> but I digress. I sometimes diverge and occasionally divest. Mm-hmm. Once I was laconic. But anyway. Catatonic. Well, no, not really. Yeah. yeah. No, catatonic doesn't have snoring in it, Derek. No. Okay, catatonic. My, my impression on the radio of catatonic. <laughs> and then there was silence. Nice. And then there was a kind of silence! Oh, my God. Oh, God. That just took all of our ears out. Mm-hmm. Possibly. So, I have some WoW-related news for myself. Ah, what was your accomplishment? I'm on Sindragosa in Ice Crown Citadel, so I got two bosses left to murderfy, and uh, that 
The big uh, honking frostworm and, and the man himself. Yeah. So uh, it took us, I don't know why, but Blood Princes was our bane for weeks. And then we got it turned around, and now it's become very easy, which I think is a good topic in itself, is why fights become so easy like the week after you beat them. Because, I mean, we stumbled through the Blood Prince the first time. We, you know, six dead. We got the kill. We're like, yay, we did it. Okay, we managed to push it through. And then the next week we came in there, and it was like got the Cake. whatever the achievement is for Orb Whisperer, and it was super easy. And I think you, you pass a critical mass of people getting it, where they suddenly figure out the trick of whatever their role is, and suddenly enough people figure that out where they can't wipe the raid anymore, and it becomes easy. Right. When you swap in people who don't have a clue, it becomes hard again. Eh, somewhat. I don't know. I've seen examples, though, of raids where once you have it down, you swap in new people, you still are able to so get how, through how it many you quickly. swap in and how critical their roles are, perhaps. But, I mean, it's weird that every single person in the raid at the exact same moment, once you defeat it, barely, suddenly the next week they come back and go, Oh, we got uh-huh, this. We all know our roles now perfectly. And so, I mean, we discussed Might a little a bit on the Ren thing. That's what that we were saying, yeah. The, the topics we came up with. Maybe it's just knowing you can do it. And it was impossible go, when I yeah. did it. Yeah, it yeah. Go, it's Let's a con- hit it. It's a confidence thing. Because, I mean, I, it's it's easy enough to know that it's theoretically possible, but it's a different kind of knowledge when you can say, oh, I have done this. This is something that we can do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, as in your 10 man raid, the people that you normally do it with, it's a different kind of confidence. And that may be, we were talking about this yesterday, like Grail said. And it may be, that's what it is. Or yeah. a combination thereof. Yeah, I mean, because you could say gear, but <clears throat> your gear really doesn't improve that From much one, in yeah. one week. Yeah, no. And you could say maybe it's repetition, but I think repetition may be what gets you towards the first kill. But to improve so drastically, and I've just seen it happen time and time Turn again. From barely making it to nailing and, it. And you, everybody who's ever done any type of raiding or even five mans have had somebody either themselves or in their group out of the line. Remember when we used to wipe all the time on this game? Uh-huh. And you, and that's usually at the time you're killing the person while your your you know healers are kind of lazily keeping people alive. And your DPS is you know exploding on them, and it's it's a very easy fight at that point. So it's it was just a very strange phenomenon that, you, that you you've observed repeatedly over and over again in this game. I have begun. I I played this week. Yay! Lots <laughs> for me, for me compared to what I'd done in the last little bit. I played quite a bit, and I've. I have approached my new, with a new pattern. I am going to come home every night from work, and before I lay on my side on the couch and pray for my cankles to go away, (laughs) I am going to sit in the chair, and I am going to do at least one five-man and burn a frost badge, you know, burn a badge in and start building my gear set and getting all of my crap together. And in the last uh, week, I have moved my mana pool by almost 3,000 points and nice. um, my health bar by about 2,500. And I've gone from over half my gear now is 219 or above. And I'm working on getting it all into the 230s. To and you were enjoying 60s. solo questing the other day. Like, oh, wow, these things are really easy to kill now. Right, because I brought my gear level up substantially, so it's 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 helped quite a bit in terms of the boomkin when as I'm well. when I'm a boomkin, yeah, because I hadn't tried boomkin form since I updated because I've been doing you know it's a lot easier to get into five mans if I'm set as a tree 
Tree. It just goes faster. Tree. Tree. That's pretty Tree. good, though. So, and a couple nights I did manage two five-mans before I... Had to quit. I, uh, bef- yeah. Yeah. Before still, I went, wow, my legs are pregnant. actually pulsing now. Yeah. Wom, 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 wom. <laughs> now, I've been doing uh, BC dungeons with um, Gunhilda, and Boba has helped out, and so has Kevin. I've Boba been kind fetish. Of doing Say it right. Boba fetish. Yes. So they've been helping out me. Um, we've been trying to kill off some of the BC dungeons yeah, that we've had. Something I need to get in yeah. to do, too. I didn't do any I'd of them. Like the, I'd like the achievement. Yeah. See, the problem is I did all of them, but when they did the expansion, it didn't translate over. Like oh, a lot of that people happened to a lot problems. of us. Yeah, that yeah. happened to us. So mm-hmm. I have to do them all over again. Yeah, I have all of the. I had done all of the dungeons, and I do have a lot of the dungeons to redo simply because it's like it, 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 they didn't all take. So even to do the classic dungeoner, I've got a few five yeah, bands left. Yeah, me too. And it's kind of a pain to have to go back and do those. Well, the classic dungeons the classic dungeons aren't bad. At least the classic five man content isn't well, bad because you, you can solo all of that. It's, I'm the annoying. same way though. I need all the raids. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to say that's what I need. Is I need all of the raids. I yes. need Encourage, both of them, twenty and forty, and Blackwing Lair. Other than that, it's Dire Maul, Razorfen, Razorfen Crawl, Ragefire. So Downs, Crawl, and Ragefire, Chasm are all these, like, you know, I mean, go in, just spend the time and do Yeah. That. And then Dire Maul is the same way. At level 80, I'm reasonably certain I can solo the 60. Yeah, most of them aren't too bad. Um, but the 20s and 40s, and Blackwing Black Lair, I don't think they've made all that much easier. I think there's annoyance in there still. You can't solo it, that's for sure. There's just fighting no. that require multiple that, people. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I don't. I don't think it's any. It's not massively big deal. difficult. It's no. just you need you to know, know, you need to know how the fights work, and yeah. if you've never seen it, that's just just research. like when we tried the twin emperors. A- yeah, an AQ. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with five people. You actually need to know the me- fight mechanics, or that fight can take forty minutes, and you yeah. get nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah we needed to our world. We needed some more eight level eighties when we did that. Yeah, that, we that had some people that were 60, 70 when we did a little that, bit of right. a mix on the class. Yeah, you need a mix between the range and melee. People, you think you need to do five mans in uh, BC, level seventy. Well, two, two to three, two or three, two or three. Yeah, two yeah. No, they're not solo. What you're talking about? Yeah. Not non-heroics are solo. Oh, are they? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I want to do the like, solo. I want to do the heroics. Mechanar, slave pens. Sure. Do the heroics and, and then get I've them over with. I've got all the heroics. I, mean, I would say <laughs> the hardest heroic was probably Magister's Terrace, and we were able to do that. With some difficulty with two of us, and neither, you know, myself and Daxa, so basically two DPS. With crowd with control. three, it was Cakewalk. Me and Dark Helmet going yeah. there all the time, farming in the mounts. And You're the- a little bit better match. You're healer and yeah. tank. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's scary that way. Okay, that brings us up against the break. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. Check us out on the web, www.vtwproductions.com. Check out all of our shows, Facebook pages, Twitter accounts, all that wonderful stuff. Great ways to get information about what's happening in the community. Join us in our forums, which is an incredible community all unto itself. If you do nothing else with Versus the World Productions, check out the forums. There's a lot of really great stuff going on in there, including an art contest that we'll talk about when we return. Here comes another short-form content submission from Jeff. This one is titled, Rogue in a Car. Oh, nice. We'll be back. Hello, hello, hello. This is a segment I like to call Rogue in a Car. 
Why rogue in a car? Because I'm in a car, and I'm a rogue. So, what I like to do with this segment is kind of give you a little diary. Um, I notice that when I play a new character or something, I find it hard to find information on, you know, what to do. So, I'm going to give you a little diary of, uh, um, of me playing my rogue. Um, until I maybe my ADD kicks in and I give it up. Uh, so, anyway, started with a rogue. I chose an orc. Um, that's probably not the most beneficial. I don't know. I didn't look at the stats. I know there are certain stats for uh, that give you higher agility or higher whatever, you know, for whatever you know class you're playing. But I. I usually go with who is it going to be fun to play, and I just I don't see that many orc rogues, so I went with an orc. Um, also, I kind of like how they're kind of buff, you know, they're 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 look like they're on steroids and stealth. I kind of get I, I get a little role play element in there, even though I don't role play. Um, so I chose a rogue, and I am up to level fifteen right now, which I really dig because I, I hit level fifteen last night. And I went to the Dungeon Finder, and that was the first time I ever played a rogue in a dungeon, and I I didn't do too bad, but I sucked. I was at the bottom of the DPS, and from what I hear, rogues are supposed to be the, uh, the highest DPS single-target class. So, anyway, what I want to talk to you about is, for the first thing I learned, with any character, with any class, you really need hotkeys. Uh... Get bartender add-on, set it up on your bottom, and the way I use my keys, the way I use my keyboard, is I use my mouse. Of course, most some people don't still. Some people still move around with their keyboard, but I use my mouse to steer, and um, I also use my mouse to move forward. I you know hit the two buttons at one time, and it, it moves you forward. So what I have for the hotkey for movement is if you're a typer, if you're if you know how to touch type. I use my home keys on my left hand for my movement. I use, and I can't remember what it is, I think it's F for strafing right, um, D for strafing left, and S for backing up. That's the only three keys that I have, and they're always on my home keys. So it's like typing. It, It makes it very easy for me. And actually, I think I have the A, I think it is, for my pinky. I use that for, um, well, I, on my Warlock, I use that for attacking pet. I don't think I have that for the Rogue yet for anything. might use that for backstab if I can set that up. But I would get Bartender. Um, I know there's Dominoes. I don't use Dominoes, never have used Dominoes. I just don't know. It might be just as good. But with Bartender, you can set your, st- set your stuff up. And I did this with my Warlock. I had made five buttons. For my home keys that are right up, or the keys right above my home keys, I made five buttons and made them kind of big, put them at the bottom, spaced them out a little bit, and over top of those buttons on the screen, I put one, two, three, four, five, and below those buttons, the the the, the big ones, I put uh, what is it? Z X. Ah, I can't remember C and uh, W and X. I think it's T, B, something like that. I could type a lot better than I can remember typing. Um, but I did that, so I would never really have to look at my keys. Um, but I do have it on the screen, so I could, you know, at least see where the cooldowns are and everything. So anyway, hot keys are the most important thing. 
Um, running out of time here, so I think what I'll just tell you is I, I set up, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's the one main thing you use. Oh, I chose, con- let, let's talk about that real quick, the talent specs. I went back and I listened to a uh, not-so-old show by Natural 20 um, called Just Playing Better, and he did a combat rogue, and he said that the, uh, the highest DPS um, rogue right now is combat, and that was only a patch earlier. And I don't think it's changed very much. I don't think there's been that many changes in the game to, to change that. And I'm going with what his spec is. And I, I plan on looking on Elitist Jerks. And that's what I usually do is I look on Elitist Jerks for, for my class. And I try to figure out you know what the rotation is, what spec to choose, what talents and everything. And um, with the Rogue, it wasn't that simple. Maybe I just didn't spend enough time looking, but I didn't see a very simple explanation. So I went with Natural 20s, choose Combat Rogue. I went with his talent specs, which was... And I can't remember because I am a Rogue in a car right now. Um, but that's all the time I have because I'm pulling up to my house and I don't want to look stupid talking to a microphone in front of my wife. So that is all. Hello. I'm Oxhale. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. With all of us and all of you. Booyah. Booyah and you ya. Okay, so I do have to say that Barry was also helping me out with those BC dungeons. Yeah, but he doesn't matter. So <laughs> That's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> he was watching Lord of the Rings while he did it. So there's only like, <laughs> there's half there. And he's a gnome. That's another half gone. Oh. So see, he wasn't there at all. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Duda. Because Gunn and I were having a conversation on how um, apparently gnomes get... Uh, get souls in Cataclysm. And I said, why? Just because they get the, you know, the cojones to go and take back their city doesn't mean they get souls. Silence! <laughs> hey. Wait, I, I can do that live now. <laughs> Silence! However, he said that no, because they had priests. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, they're going to get priests. Right. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Gnome priests. Yep. Yes. Yep. I, I'm the mi- sorry. The mind wobbles. I, I, I'm going to have to go off and recover. <laughs> You've seen it. You, you can't unsee it. it. <laughs> yes, these are these are why I always send you to the websites first, dear. Um, and that's known as throwing your husband under the bus. Yes. I know. I know. It's the I know what you do for a living, and therefore I know you've probably already seen it already. Willing or not, yes. Yes. So, and, and can I just say that that doing IT support sometimes when you're working with um um. Mechanics is a uh, a questionable <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> yeah, the guys at the body shop are real interesting. Like lots of virus uh, infections from unknown sources. Oh uh, yeah, porn. Uh, <laughs> and then you're going really, to clean. Gwen. You, you you got there all on your own. You know, yeah. that's we've funny. had this con. We've talked about those. Guys. <laughs> oh god, yeah. mechanics and doctors have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what I've cleaned in my place of employment that is a hospital system. And they've gone, why is our common drive that's X number of terabytes filled? Let's do some searches. Star.jpg. 
Huh. Interesting. What? Oh, that's in the medical library. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Does this need to be in the medical library? Anatomy is research. This a, is this a technical term? <laughs> <laughs> Anatomy research. Nice. I, I have to tell you, too, we have two horde that actually came to the dance party today. Woohoo! Um, we have a level two Torin druid who has run a very long way um, by the name of Hornstar. Nice. <laughs> um, age kids. And we have a uh, level 64 blood elf death knight named Heliosa. Hmm. Nice. Heliosa. Not Heliosa. Hermione. Um, <laughs> so I will run through quickly. Are we doing shout outs in yes. email now? Well, let me introduce the segment as I oh. like to do. Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio is proud to present. You have. 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Okay, now you can do it. Fabulous. Well, I would like to give a shout-out to um, everyone who made it to the dance party today, including, of course, Heliosa and Hornstar. We have Nujkildare, Harpalice, Arina, Ar- okay, Arina, Fearzor, spelled with the P-H, of course, um, Gunhilda, Dreadknight, Doomtooth, now, this one's funny. Blue Donkadonk. Donkadonk. <laughs> um, Ironborn, which is a very actual good name for a dwarf. Um, Elton Q. Barry VA. Roadblock. Aylwin. Moogie. Muggy. And Muggy. Peach Puff. If I missed anyone, so sorry. Which is better be a, a gnome, and it is. Um, so. I thought that we would uh, basically get the shout outs there and say thank you guys so much for coming. And for everyone who made it today, and yeah, Gunhilda's wearing quite the costume today. Really? He's Your dressed ass. up like one of the bird people. Hmm. What's that costume? Arakoa? Like an Arakoa? Yeah, like yeah. an Arakoa. Oh, that's... I hadn't seen that costume before. Skeksis! I mean Arakoa. Yeah, Skeksis, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think they're based on? I yeah. Mean, come on. Yeah. Skeksis. Nuge Kildare. And Boba Fetish, of course, was here earlier, but I missed him. Boba Fetish. So. Well, you Boba like, Fetish. I was like saying it, Boba Fetish. Boba, Boba Fetish. Boba, Boba. <laughs> Boba Fetish. <laughs> Boba Fetish. So. Just fears. Fears or says just fears. Fears. So, do we have Zeke emails? Zeke Actually, I have a couple of text messages first. Text messages? Ooh. Yes. That's, that's a new delivery. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yes. This is from... Our friend Roadblock. Oh, really? Who says, the, actually, he yeah said earlier. The wonderful gentleman who gave us said tickets to the Ren Fair. Yes. Said, just came in with lunch. Info on Clash of Titans. It was originally shot in 2D, not in 3D. They converted post-production. 2D viewing. Hang on, I have to switch email. Uh, hang on. And then there was a kind of... Yes, sound. there was. Oh, okay, oh sorry. <laughs> 2D viewing will be better than 3D this time. For sure, because yeah. they didn't okay. shoot it with the 3D right, camera. Right, they didn't right. shoot right. it with the 3D so camera. So go, when so. you go see Clash of the Titans, see the 2D Might version. Well probably. Oh, that and way. by the way, for those of you who haven't, this is not just a children's movie. Go see... Yes, they renamed it Dragons at the very last minute. But go see How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard yeah, really yeah, good things about it. Really it good. should be at the very last second we've been listening to the it's, ads. It's they just, changed they it say, to Dragons. It still says How to Train Your Dragon, but go see DreamWorks' Dragons. 
Really? It's just, yeah, calling, it was... just calling it Dragons all of a sudden instead of How to Train Your Dragon. And yet, really? and that the all of the title work, everything that's done on it, still says How, how to, to Train, train Your Dragon. Dragon. I wonder why. So they it could it. be under either. A focus group said yeah. they get two percent more box if they just call it Dragons. It's way too much. Two million dollars. How to Train two Your. <laughs> yeah, too boring of a title. Oh, yeah, there's so many <laughs> syllables. Uh, uh, just well, dragons. Yeah, There's like a million freaking words in there. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Never mind the syllables. I mean, come oh, on. Exactly. What am food. I, a doctor of science? The wrong emphasis on the wrong syllables. Our the child wrong is hanging from the monkey bars. That's what the monkey bars are, are for. Right. That's what, what the monkey um, bars are for. So I have an email. Read it. You go, girl. Your show needs a health warning. Ah. Oh, yes. yes. Now. I yes. read that. We do cause ear cancer. <laughs> <laughs> We thought you all knew that. <laughs> Drinking hot coffee plus listening to casually hardcore equals may result in number one, choking. Number two, <laughs> spitting said coffee on anything in front of you. That is all. This from Lanika. Daista. I believe da so Gnomewise can recommend a lovely you. solution to any <laughs> drinking problem you may have. Sippy cup. Sippy cup. Do you see any beverages near me today? Please keep up the fantastic work, guys. Oh, speaking of right before the show, I did dump an entire bottle of water directly into my lap. Oh. That's okay. During the show, Dasha spilled a Diet Coke on the mixing table. So. Yes. On the mixing board. Well, I saw that oh, here. Oh, another sippy but cup person. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to get you. I will tell you, though, I'll just warn you now. Do not ever try, and whoever laughs at me about this gets killed. Do not. <laughs> she already starts. Do not put a big red shiny button out like that in front of Grail and I. Yeah. Don't press. Don't ever try and keep and drink um, carbonated beverages through a sippy cup. Oh no, no, that's not good. Bad idea. Yeah, that would probably end badly. Bad, bad, bad valve idea. Pressure okay. No, no, it's more about the fact that you only get to drink foam. Yeah. Yeah. Because the minute you pull it through the valve by <laughs> sucking on it, <laughs> it carbonates ah, and foams everywhere. So, so it's like it's foam, foam, New foam, beer foam. in a sippy cup was a bad oh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> root beer, root beer in a sippy cup. Very and good. the police officer said you need to drink more. Yeah, no kidding. I only had water. That's still sure. one of my uh, favorite. We're doing it wrong. Still one of my favorite things I ever I ever did to my mother was uh, to when when nemesis was about four months old and mom was over for a visit i said i just can't get him to sleep i just don't know what's going on down for his nap and she said well what's up and i'm like i don't know i mean i give him his first bottle of coffee in the morning and he seems okay <laughs> <laughs> and she just about died it was one of my favorite nice. it, it just, she, what kidding, mom, i'm sorry kidding. so um, i actually have to say I, I have a shout out for someone on facebook you go girl um, Zach, because he doesn't have his, his name on there, so we won't say last name, but he posted this really, really neat video of someone playing the... Um, theremin. The theremin. Mm-hmm. Theremin? Theremin. Theremin. T-H-E-R-E-M-I-N-E. It is theremin. way okay. cool. It's basically like playing air instruments. Well, have you never seen a theremin before? No. I've never seen one before. It's it is really cool. It's been around since the 50s. Any any old sci-fi show you hear that has the yeah. is someone playing a theremin, and it works by moving your hand through an electromagnetic field yeah. to change tone. Yeah. Well, well, oh. you play with both hands because yeah. one hand, the closer you get to, it's got like a vertical antenna. So the, your right hand, the closer you get it to that antenna, is the higher the pitch. And your left hand, it's got a horizontal antenna, and the the higher away you go from the horizontal antenna 
is the um, is how loud it is. Plus, it also handles how long the note is, the vibration of the note, and everything. So there's just guys basically playing like air guitar, and there's one guy. The video he posted was of a guy doing creep on it. It is way cool. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So I spent like 30 minutes watching all the yeah. videos because of Zach's posting. So. There's a link through to our Facebook page on the right-hand side of the Casually Hardcore page at vgwproductions.com. Pluggy McPluggerson. <laughs> what? Just a bit outside. <laughs> but anyways, it was really cool. And then I watched a videotape of a guy who did a, who did the Star Trek theme. And what he does is he... <laughs> he... He probably did some computer graphics. So it looks like he's being beamed aboard, him and, and the theremin, and then he plays it, and then he gets beamed off, nice. which is really cool. <laughs> so anyway, cool yeah. stuff. Yes, I owe you should take the frames mm-hmm. beamed off out of context. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You're beaming me off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can beam me off yeah, anytime. Exactly. <laughs> Beam me off, Scotty? No. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> that goes back to Gwen's drop <laughs> Oh, you got there ahead of me. Speaking as a gay man, I'm going to all of you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, high class operation that we are. I hate you people. I just want to clarify that. I just, I hate. Since we're Load. on this note anyway, I just want to say that Deuce says that he trains his dragon with both hands. Yeah, I know. Yeah, somebody's Grimhound in the Black Void said, what does, quote, training the dragon, unquote, sound like slang for? And oh, that sent, nice. pretty much sent everybody, everybody in the Black down. Void off the deep end. Yes. Yeah, it Funnierdie.com sent a tweet out about that much earlier in the week going, thank you for giving us yet another reference to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are, uh, you're kind of creepy. I think this may be a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh, waiting for the appropriate time for that to pick it up. Yeah. And thank you, Barry VA, for sending that one in. Uh, <sighs> so. Yeah, you guys are. <laughs> you're kind of. Shut up, Barry. Oh. <laughs> okay. As we were saying yeah. earlier, professional radio at its finest. That felt good. <laughs> What's All right, point? I got another email here. Yes. Hit me. Let's get these things out. Uh, hello, Casually Hardcore. I'm a very long-time listener, first-time writer. I've never had anything to say until I heard Gnomewise foreshadowing a little bit. Dun-dun-dun. Now I listen to your show every week at work. And second, I heard no mention Total Recall and how you may be talking about the movie in the future show. Two weeks. Two weeks. I got extremely excited. And not only is it a great movie, but yes, in fact, my boss actually did the work on the movie. Uh, in case you're wondering, he made the three-breasted woman. Oh, <laughs> fabulous. I think, I think he actually just made the one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would hope. I'm sure they had to do some sculpting around all three, though, just to make it. Sculpting. Yeah. Is that what he called it? Okay. <laughs> I just need to sculpt you here, honey. So this is from... Where's S- my dragon? Yeah. <laughs> this is from Sucor. Uh, thanks. Keep up the great work. Thank you much for the email. Yeah, I, that was one of the first DVDs, the first DVD I ever picked up. Yes, it's one of your favorites. Based on We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Yes. Which Short is a story. much, much better title in my opinion, but... Eh, but it's the see, Focus Group. Focus Group, doesn't no, it? No, that's too many words. There's syllables there. The Total Recall. It's, we're kind of pushing the edge of the envelope as it is. Well, because they knew they had to send Arnold out on the press tour. Yeah, He's right. like, oh, I can't Arnold. say this. <laughs> now Arnold talks about California. Welcome to California. Get out! California, where you're going to make the weed legal. Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> it, There's a bomb. It's on their uh, 
There's a ballot measure. There's a oh, ballot yeah. measure. Yeah, yeah. which uh, Arnold has already you know sworn to strike down. No, he supports it. No, no. I'm pretty sure he supports it. Okay, are we not supposed to ever talk politics? Pol- no. This is true. This, this is, is politics. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is whole different. Let me. Let, okay, but but. <laughs> I've had this conversation. In there it. have been times when I have wanted to bring up things. You're that right. I found amusing, and You're people right. went, no politics, no politics on the show. No politics. You're right. So. You are correct. Are you saying there's a double standard here? There's a double helix. Anyway. Well, you weren't really talking about politics. You were just talking about Arnold's spin on a ballot measure. Yeah, it's he talks funny. I believe yeah. that you've crossed the line into politics at that point. Yeah. By the way, you said you were going to announce some sort of contest. I'm going to describe a contest that is already oh. underway on our forums. Oh, okay. okay. And I'll grab the posting here. Where did it go? Well, while you're doing that, I have an email. Oh, you go, go boy. Forward. This is called Noob Version 2.0. Hello, CH crew, longtime listener, first time writer. Stating up front that I'm a female gamer and all my tunes are female. This will become make sense very soon, I promise. <laughs> okay. I've been a very a fairly hardcore horde player for my WoW career with some minor alliance dabbling or experimentation, if you will. The highest alliance tune I ever gotten is about level 20, and they mostly have been night elves. Just, Just alliance curious? Th- yeah. This one human <laughs> I made only got to level 3, and I was hit on repeatedly so much, I had to quickly exit the game before my brain was melted from the wall of text for cyber. But... After much debate, I'm going to try out Alliance once more because I'd like to see the storyline and content from a different side before it all goes bye 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 now. I'm going bye-bye. with a human because they can be warlocks, and I'm quite frankly tired of doing the NL, the Night Elf starting a zone. I also, also, I just can't bring myself to play a gnome. I just can't. I decided to do this venture on Ice Crown, which I've heard so many good things about. <laughs> it seems to have an Alliance population that isn't overrun by overly hormonal teenagers. Editor's note, they're out there. Trust us. I'm hoping to make a few new friends since most of mine are hordies and finally get a chance to see content I don't have to basically run through in order to survive. Oh, and I'll be able to attend the dance parties too. That's nice. my case. This from uh, Aelowin. Yes, this from Aelowin, level 80, BE Warlock, Dagger Spine, PvP US, and soon to be Aelowin, level 1, Human Warlock, Ice Crown US. All right. She is now level 20 at the uh, dance party. At the party? party? Excellent. Wow. Awesome. So, she is progressing well. Aelowin. And welcome. Glad you made it. And also known as Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. <laughs> okay, from our bulletin board system, I mean our forums. Forums. I've, really, I've been getting in touch with my latent inner sysop as I was setting up the bulletin board, excuse me, the forums uh-huh. for Versus World Productions. In the battle days, I ran bulletin board systems, which kids these days, kids these days, don't understand the concept of a single user posting system where you would log in via telephone modem. One person could be on the system at a time, and it could leave a message or send electronic mail only to people who also dialed into that computer, and then once someone hung up, then someone else could, could call in. Sure. The kinds of things that go on just in forums are, mirror that very closely, just at a much faster pace, because multiple people can be logged in simultaneously, and responses are much faster. So, just old man reminiscing. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> so, from the forums... We have, in the art discussion subsection, a contest that has been put forth. <clears throat> little art contest on these very forums. It'll be great help to get the competition out there, so you can give it a shout-out on the upcoming show. Here it is. Yeah. The details are as follows. The theme of the art contest is birth. Start date, April 3rd, 
end date may 1st format open resolution minimum 1000 by 1000 pixels submission maximum three submissions per artist images will be posted in a separate thread opening on april 24th winner by winner will be decided by two-week poll in the submission thread prize podcast shout out if possible and one month premium subscription on DeviantArt. If you could mention this, it'd be awesome, and they would love me eternally. I have eternal love. What do you oh, all have? Oh, wow. <laughs> so I got that going for me. We have true love. <laughs> which is nice. True. No, to blade, which means to bluff. <laughs> but I digress. Okay. So, all you artistically inclined types, you should be visiting the art and visual media section of the Versus the World forums and getting these details and getting your art submitted so that we can judge you. Yes. Oh my goodness! Critical. I like to judge. We do make critical comments. Mm-hmm. We have a microphone. <laughs> That's all I. <laughs> what? I did stay in a Holiday Inn last night. So <laughs> I stayed in the Holiday Inn Express last yep. night, and I host an internet radio show. Therefore, actually, that doesn't mean a damn thing. So, but I can do the voice. Oh my god! You can. Uh. God voice. You can actually make any of us do the voice. You just have to turn the dial while we're speaking. Like that, yes. Um, From Black Void? Yes. Pay attention to Barry. He's trying to tell you something. No. Why should we pay attention to Barry? Oh. No. <laughs> so what's Barry trying to say he's here? Because he's Barry White. He's trying to tell you that the drop-ins are really, really loud. Yeah. That wasn't and a drop-in. Has... That was my voice. No, he's trying to tell you the drop-ins are really, really loud. Much louder mm. than we are. That's very odd. Have we and done any Apparently, drop-ins? he's been trying to do it for a while. We've been doing... Actually, he's done quite a few drop-ins during the show. Yeah. I have an email that was a correction on something that I said. Okay. So I would like to read it out. Uh, again, people disagreeing with me, I, we'd have to go check. Um, it's correction, re-Kindred the Embraced. Sorry, but you're dead wrong on why Kindred was pulled off the air. Check the credits on the show, and you'll find that Mark Ryan Hagen, the guy who created the World of Darkness slash Vampire the Masquerade games and IP is on there, I'm assuming. He doesn't say that in the email, but he says, um, the show went off the air simply because it failed to find an audience. No big shock since it was pretty terrible. This from Aaron. And you guys liked it. I did. I did no, like I it. mean, I was uh, playing vampires a lot of the okay, time, well, so the, the timing it was yeah. good. just good for me. I did do some research on it because there was also a forum post about this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't find anything that said there was any lawsuit. They did also mention that one of the main actors did die. Oh, oh, that area oh yeah, that would so that may have also factored in. I couldn't find anything that was an official announcement as to why, but it seemed like it was more of a ratings thing than it had to do with any uh, legal issue between them and White Wolf. Well, yeah, it was definitely. I wouldn't say it was high quality no. television. <laughs> no, no, it was kind of like uh, the the detective vampire. What's his name? Dark uh, Forever Night. Forever Night. Forever Night. So well, there's also now Moonlight. So it was kind of like the... that same quality, yeah. though. You know, so it wasn't. Great quality, but all the uh, core stuff was there. You know, mm-hmm. the core, the the Toriador, the Nosferatu, they were mm-hmm. all... Bruja. The Bruja were there. Mm-hmm. So Ventru, they were... The clans were there, and they had their appropriate, um, I don't know, characteristics, I guess. So yeah. it was kind of... If you played Vampire the Masquerade, it kind of gave you a little nostalgia. But it wasn't... I wouldn't say it was high-quality television, for sure. Uh, well, I, yeah, I think there's a, a broad difference. Although... Quite frankly, if you compare that to the reality TV of today. Oh, well, yeah, no, I'd rather have that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Hands down. Yes. 
So let me do a test drop in here. Just an excuse. It's a test the levels, you know. Of course. You handsome, sophisticated, hyper-intelligent, smelt, well-read, sparkling, salty, olive-complected, full-head-of-haired man. Well, thank you. I didn't realize you had and, one for me. And, and. <laughs> <laughs> you mean another one for you. <sighs> I might be dangerous. So they say, Noosh says, drop it another notch. Okay. Still there a bit, are more and more notches. Still a bit hot, but better. <laughs> My gully goes to zero. This <laughs> <laughs> isn't the Romulan labor camp. I don't have to answer your questions. What is that? I don't That's... give a damn what you think. Star Trek. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. Yeah, that's another one from Barry. Oh, hell yeah. Barry, you watch too much television. No, oh, really? Yeah. While uh, we've, we've, we've had this talk. Watch this TV talk. spec. Yes, we have. Watch All TV right. spec. Watch TV spec. So we are up against the break. Pow. Pow. Ow. Ow. Arby says that's better. Oh, good. It's almost off. Okay. What the hell? One half of our rig is picking up FM radio. The other half is shouting drop-ins. I, just, I, I think we we need a new rig. No, we I officially have a poltergeist. Oh, well. oh, I don't know. I technology, don't know if the technology is magic. Listening to the show can say. hear the FM radio. What? I'm not sure if the people who I are can't listening even hear to the show. I can. I can, I can hear I can, it through my I headphones. Can, oh, I can. I hope they can. I can hear. I'm hoping they're not listening to yeah the FM radio that's playing in our ears. There's something much more interesting going on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys be quiet? So we you, guys can are, you guys are way loud. You should back off on your news? microphones. <laughs> uh, so I can't tell you how much of the show is run on hope. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the sad, spiraling decay of Casually Hardcore, <laughs> live on Versus the World Radio. We'll be back right after a little bit of advertisement and music and a drop-in bomb. A drop-in bomb. A drop-in bomb. You'll know it when you hear it. Okay. Bye-bye now. I'm Octail. I'm Hordak. You are the world. And we are versus you. But if you were with us, you know, hypothetically, strictly hypothetically, we'd be talking on a UGT Ventrilo server. That's right, UGT Ventrilo servers, the Ventrilo server provider that we trusted when we stood up our guild versus the world 18 months ago. That's right, UGT servers have a robust feature set including guild pay, multi-platform support, and term discounts. So the next time you're looking to put together a clan team or guild think of UGT Ventrilo servers at UGTServers.com
I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to become a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? If you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. You handsome, sophisticated, hyper-intelligent, smelt, well-read, sparkling, salty, olive-complected, full-head-of-haired man. Yeah, you guys are, uh, you're kind of creepy. I think this may be a stupid idea. And now, angry ticks fire out of my nipples. <laughs> and Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a drop-in bomb. Got it. And what a lovely drop-in bomb it was, my dear. Well, my plan, I think, is to, is to open our fourth section uh, with drop-in bombs from now on, rather than having a particular intro soundbite like we have for the other sections. And I have so many choices to choose from. It's... It's, of course, is a very particular moment, one of my close-to-my-heart favorites. Don't kid yourself there. You're a bit of a pussy. No offense. I mean, there's <laughs> just so many ways you can use that one. Yeah. But I digress. Mm. So, this week, Whack. for our general geekitude section, we are doing a book club entry on the second book in the Furies of... Uh, Calderon. Excuse me, uh, excuse me, Codex, Codex, Codex Alera series. The Academus Fury or Academus Fury, depending on how you pronounce it. Wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable again. (laughs) Hey, I think we're not tuning in FM anymore all of a sudden. Oh, no, no, we are. It's there. We're listening to it. (laughs) Yeah, we got it. Funny, I'm not getting it anymore. I'm all that matters. Yeah, exactly. As long as you can't hear it, it's it's fixed. And I'm dead. There you go. And scene. Done. Yep. Yep. So those of you who've actually finished the book, talk about the book. Well, I would say I started reading this book, and I immediately started, actually, I was turned off at first because I thought I was reading a retelling of Harry Potter. That was my initial feel to it. He's gone to school. He goes to school. school. It's a magic school, basically. They use furies, but it's still magic. And there's the evil bully, you know, noble kid there, and... He's got his little friends that are, of course, really awesome. And I was like, oh, this just smacks of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. And then I read through that part. And if you push to about the center of the book, that's when it really After the Zerg arrives. Oh, I mean the Vord. Yeah. Well, we said this last show. I mean, the the Vord are the Zerg. Yeah. Without a doubt. Clearly. (laughs) Right, right. They're also a carbon copy of a villain in one of Edding's series, the Dreamers series. Has an ever-evolving insectoid enemy. I, I mean, the the thought of an, a hive intelligent insectoid enemy isn't is a not new, new concept. Yeah. And but it is a big thing that is in this book. Obviously, one group of your characters, which compared to the previous book, at least everybody's not in Calderon Valley anymore. We have people spread out all over the damn place, and we mm-hmm. have different storylines going on. Whereas before. All the storylines were basically about Calderon Valley and about the uh, Marat attack. And it was all culminating to that. Whereas this one, they're very diverse and they're all Apparently following their very own. very diverse. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, when you get to the end of the book, the resolution for the folks that are dealing with the board in the country is much different than what Asana does with her festival and what Tavi ends up doing with uh, the High Lord. the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's... Uh... I think that um, you you had said, Noam, that you were not interested in finishing the book. I've overloaded on the... The author has a storytelling mechanism of 
repeatedly and constantly throwing barriers in the way of his protagonists. Mm-hmm. Of what would normally be the climax of a scene from another author is just the intro of how hard he's going to screw them in the next sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. we'll give an example. The fight in the alleyway between oh, okay. our hero, Tavi, uh-huh. and the evil just-made citizen, Francis, sure. and his cronies, when Tavi is on a desperate mission to try and save his aunt. Right. Um, and, of course, these guys arrive just in time to completely screw that up because they're petty little jackasses who have finally resolved to kill him. Yeah. Um, and on well, one hand... Because he has no standing and they can get away with it. Right. Especially now he's a citizen. No, especially he's, now not a, he's not a citizen. Brensis is. Brensis just Brensis That's what I mean. Is. Now yeah. that Brensis is truly a citizen, he that definitely was, get away with that it. That was the culminating event was, I'm a citizen now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, or first order of business, I saw you interrupting my party, and I'm going to come kill you over because I'm on drugs and I don't care. Right. So you have the conflict. First bit of it is uh, kind of nice where Tabi finally resolves to dip into some of his cursor training and just kicks the ass of the, two, the of, the, of the two henchmen. Right. Um, but then gets ambushed immediately upon trying to leave by Brensis and is just beaten about like... And, and in the, the hierarchy here, Brensis is basically a High Lord's son, right. so he has powers that are way... They're very, very impressive. And Tavi has none. Right. right. <laughs> so well, I mean, that's the point is... I mean, Tavi is the ultimate underdog here. Oh yes. yes, he is. He is the furious freak. He has none of the capacities. It's like he's not rich. Yeah, right. it, it, he has a patron. Right, at all. he gets and he gets the beat down. So what I mean, what he's dealing with is is it's that moment of how intelligent, how well he's trained his own body. Doesn't matter a damn bit. He still gets his ass handed to him, and I hate that. Well, and he did, but he lived. Yeah, to me, anyone, only any, anyone by else. Ex machina. I mean, yeah. Anyone else would have died much, much sooner oh, the, the, in his the two situation. Thugs would have killed him. And, right. yeah. and the things that you, I mean, you've just got to bear in mind, I think that, that he's telling what I would consider to be a legitimate, you know, a legitimate story in that it's not without pain. It's not without loss. It's not without I challenge. I find this book extremely it's, believable. I think the author's done a wonderful job of making an incredible depth of story to the political background, the political intrigue. But what that means it's is that it's a story about people being people vicious being, to being each other. Mean and vicious to At each this other. point in my life, I don't need that in my entertainment. You'd, you'd like your fantasy to be a little more fantasy? And a little, a little less more, what little I see light, in the rest I of think. my life. Yeah. yeah. I understand that people screw each other over for short sighted political means because I see it every day of my life. When I go into a book, I'm wanting to get the hell away from that. And then when I get into a book and, oh, look, here's more of it. Yeah, I understand. You're shaping. This is the crucible that Tavi is being shaped Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. He's being made stronger by it. I still have to read about people being vile to people. And it made me put the book down. I I, actually, this was of of all six. This was my least favorite of the books. Um, And part of it was because you... You really didn't see, because they were all separate, you didn't see Tavi really coming into his own. Um, 
until you know it do, it did seem much more happenstance that he survived things and that things work out in the end um you see a lot of good people die in Calderon Valley a lot of people that you'd met in book 1 all dead now um and versus the later books where Tavi really has become a man I think and I he, actually disagree with that and I really 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 yeah. enjoyed the later books I think there was a couple of of points in this in this area where I think there was a couple points in this area where you really you really got that that look of what Tavi could be you know oh, when, no you get a flash right of, you get flashes of who he can be you absolutely do like like in the alley mm-hmm. where he simply looks around and goes okay I, I don't necessarily want to do this and he regrets it afterwards he immediately regrets but, apologizes but I but I'm going to have to kick your ass. And I'm afraid that I'm going to have to do it in such a way that it is a, it's a disabling thing. Where if they didn't have healers handy and if they didn't have this, could have these powers, well, it certainly would have changed crippled. them forever, crippled yes. them. Um, he takes the one guy out in the knee. The other mm-hmm. guy on the jaw. Um, in yeah. the side of the knee, he just completely you know, cracks the knee. And then the other guy, he breaks his jaw in several mm-hmm. places. And if they weren't in this kind of, I can heal you sort of a land, it, it, they would have been permanently crippled. So, and at the same time, you find out that there are some wounds that they can't heal. Right, right. Be, as Captain Miles, Captain Miles yeah. who is permanently crippled. Um, you can and, be so severely, where we can bring back most of your function, but yeah. we, we can't, you know, we're going to heal you, but we're just going to help your body heal. It still creates scar yeah, tissue. There's not a massive get-out-of-jail-free right. Well, it, it, it gets them out of a lot of We'll use the transporter. Stuff, but, know. Well, no, it's not that. What's interesting about it is... is you find out later in the series, and it, it doesn't really matter where you find out, but you, what you find out is that it takes the body's own energy mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. heal itself. You're just so helping. you get to a certain point and you say, if I pull anything more from this body in order to try and promote healing, I'm going to kill it. Right. Because it won't have enough right. energy yet to moderate, left to moderate its breathing, to moderate its regulatory activities. And so, so we knit the flesh together and the heart's not beating anymore. Right, yeah, so exactly. that's that's where it gets to, and so they'll do things like we can save their lives, but we can't repair them completely. So that's why you still end up with some people who are permanently disabled damaged. or who are damaged, and they can't fix. So basically, in in this book, we start off with him being at the academy. He's getting bullied by Brensis and his two thugs, and then he's um, Tavi is getting bullied by Brensis and his two thugs. He's made friends. He's made friends. He's made friends with a, a, a bastard friend. son of a high Maximus. Maximus. That's Maximus Antillus. Uh-huh. Um, a really smart bookworm who uh, has a patron that barely has enough money to send him there in Aaron. And then yep. um, the, uh, I guess she, I don't know, she, she's kind of a bookworm, I guess, the girl. Yeah. I can't even remember the girl's name. Well, right the now. reason that they're all friends is they're all secretly in training to be cursed. Right, which right. is the spies of the realm. Right. Even, right. even the mailmen. You know, none of the other students know this. Right. Not even all the instructors know this. It's literally you are selected by the head of the cursors. Right. And you're not allowed to tell anyone. Well see, and this is where I would challenge some of what we were talking about. I mean, you find out pretty early in the book that while Tavi is still underpowered, obviously he doesn't have Furies at his command, he was still hand selected to be one of the, the cursors. 
you find out in the way he trains the people that he is the best of the curses they got because he basically is training the other one. But he's not allowed to tell them right. that. But he can't show it off to them. Well, it's an annoying can, and story And he does mechanic. stuff throughout the book yeah. that in, in terms of his role in it, I think you see when you're at ground level with his actions he's taking, you're like, wow, this guy's either getting really lucky or he's, it's pretty he's amazing that, that he's good. falling through this. And yet when you take a step back and you look at what he accomplishes, he keeps the realm together by keeping a fake king on the throne or fake first lord on the throne for while, a time while oh. the first lord is knocked out of conscious due to him having to deal with some himself. stuff basically he, he holds if, back a canem by himself he kills a canem werewolf by himself. yeah, yeah. He, a he, worgen. he makes a worgen. respect worgen, yeah. from one of the worgen which are the, the big canem wolf guys he gets respect from their ambassador he takes out a uh infestation of of a ward Ivored in the the citadel. He I catches mean, the black cat thief, which the entire city um, city has been unable to catch. Right, yeah. That's because the black cat thief isn't using any furies, and they right. can't figure it out. But, but you know, nonetheless, I mean, when you step back, she's a mirage. He's done a yeah. lot of stuff exactly. in this book where you're like, you didn't see that coming. I mean. yeah. <laughs> For the page to the king or to the first lord, mm-hmm. I mean, same basic king, thing. Same idea. Um, you know, and for being furious, he accomplishes a big volume of stuff throughout this book. Yeah. yeah. And this well, is even before and, he gets his powers. And he has and no he, power. And he and he, he grows. Has no fire. And he grows. And 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 he again, he's growing. You can see you start book starts two years later. Mm-hmm. He's been right. in a lot in, of implied in training things have happened. Mm-hmm. A lot well, and he's seventeen now, he's not fifteen. Right. So he's almost a man. He's gotten inch he's gotten a lot of inches and he's gotten some breath on him. Muscle um yeah. muscle and, and bone and he's faster than he was and he's got a lot of combat training now. And I mean there's some really good things that have that have gone on. Um and that's one of the things that I did like about the series was you always pick up and it's been a while oh, yes. since the last book. So you're getting to know What's changed? Who's different? What's different? What are we, you know, what's the, what's going on in the interim? I, uh, I liked Asana's exposure to the capital. With, yeah. uh, with the courtesan? Um, yeah, with oh. Sarai. Sarai. Oh, oh so briefly, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But she was a cursor, so. Yes. It's well, again, briefly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and Before that's just Before the great immortal untouchable one sauntered in and slaughtered her and everyone around her and. Walked off stage again. Yes, one of my love to hate. Fidelius. Fidelius. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, didn't read them. enough. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, kill, he didn't kill him. That's that. Yeah, was, that was the scene where I put the book down. Yeah, yeah. no, he actually He's... saved them. He killed the the, the people. Kalare was the one who sent the High Lord Kalare. Right. Sent he, the cutters. He sent the right. cutters. Right. Fidelis saved them, but he didn't save them in time. He said he shot the he couldn't find the archer, and he shot the archer at the moment he released the arrow on Asana. Ah. So he actually takes Asana away to get at, her healed to up. To get her yeah. healed up. Yeah. But what to about the rest her of the, What about the rest of the people? Well, they were, well, they were already, already dead, dead by exactly. the time he yeah. got there. Right. So he gets there. I mean, what's interesting about it is is he's there specifically for her. Yeah. I mean, yes. if if he if, he, if he we, had we saw yeah. the scene where he was sent. Yeah, if he had showed up in time, maybe he would have had to kill them to get her. You don't know what would have happened. Happened. All you know is that at that point he needed to save her. He needed to get her away because he basically needs to recruit her 
he needs to, to recruit her to have her support of the Aquitains. For, for the Aquitains and the dynamic. Like that's going to happen. Oh, it happens. It does. Yeah. It, it does. Gives her through what happens is she's unable to get to the First Lord to get um, her brother she help. She doesn't know that it's not really the well, First Lord yeah. anyway. Right, but she can't get to but him. But she can't get right. to him. And she's desperate. And Lady Aquitaine basically we'll says, help you. we will help you. All you have to do is wear my colors. Support me and in the Dianic League, and you know in, that's basically how she. So gets. basically, mm-hmm. they're trading Isana's political clout, of course, um, and having her act on behalf of the Aquitains in the Dianic League, while they, um, in, in exchange, Penard. to send troops to help in the to valley. the valley and, and, to, and to make sure Tavi is safe, yeah. and to make sure that Tavi is safe. Right, yes. Right. Um, which actually, if I remember correctly, culminates in Nvidia herself uh-huh. actually participating in the battle in the tower. Yes, yes. she on actually the first lord's behalf single-handedly saves. And Fidelia says this in the book, where he says that there is a part in there where he now understands that even with all his power, it compares to nothing with the power of a high lord because right. he's seen Nvidia fight. During mm-hmm. the right. Battle of the Tower, where she goes to try to save the First Lord in Tavi, basically. This is like watching you know, Star Wars Return of the Jedi and thinking you've seen Jedi fight. And then going and watching the prequels, where the only good thing in the entire movie was the combat sequences. Yeah. Yes. Well, like, and, oh, that's how Jedi fight. Okay. Well, And you look at them and you realize exactly how much power and talent and control that... that the, higher the, high, tiered the higher tiered yeah. people, which is why you suddenly realize this division between the the citizen versus the lord versus the, the high, high lord, lord versus mm-hmm. the, the first, first lord, lord mm-hmm. makes a difference. And it's all based on their and power, basically. It's all it's kind of a dueling system of I'll kick your ass until you can, I. You can you can yeah. you can challenge people to just Jurismacto, justice of the fist, or something like that. Um, I we did get an email by the way. Um, discussing how terribly we but- butchered the Latin. Sorry, um, but oh, well. we don't <laughs> have Latin don't training. So. With it as well. I was like, um, hey. So <laughs> we um, So essentially, the it is a really, really interesting. Just the scale. It's almost like magnitudes of ten. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's almost like, it's like a Richter scale when they move. Well, I mean, from they've one hinted level to at it. I mean, in the very first book. The First Lord was, you know, wielding the entire weather system of the entire continent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In the second book, that's what he overextends himself. Yeah, that's yeah. how he overextends and himself. And you find out in the second book that it is the the Worgen, the Canem, yeah. who the ritualists who've actually been sending these storms against him in order to, to exhaust him. To exhaust, exhaust him. him. Right. They're, they're basically getting him ready to be murdered. They're trying to make him weak enough and vulnerable enough so that they can they can send an assassination team to kill him. But they've already hinted in as much of the book as I read that there's divisions within the Canaan. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. The warrior casts versus the ritualist. Right. Versus right. the makers. It's almost a... Um, Mimbari. Mimbari system. Yeah, it's a three-cast system. You've got the builders and the, the um, priest class and the warrior cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the Canem, you've got the same thing. You've got the ritualists, you've got the makers, which are the builders. Yeah. Um, and you've got the warriors. And they um you don't learn a lot about you learn a lot about their society in three, four, and five. Right. Okay. Is where you really learn a, a lot about the Canem. Um 
and then you know you'll get you get the other people and you learn you learn more about the Marat along the way. Mm-hmm. You learn more about the Icemen. You along find the out way. that um, well, Tavia's you know, the I mean, Shala of Katana. Yeah. yeah, you find. Do you find that out in this book or the next book? This one. Yeah, because this, this book, is where she goes into the fact that they bonded, and the next step for a Marat normally when bonding with an animal is to observe that animal in its natural environment. Hence, mm-hmm. why she's in the city. She's been creeping around, acting as a black pet, cat because she wants to learn about people now, or right. at least the Alaris. Right. She's she's and trying to she's observing Tavia. In his natural yeah. environment mm-hmm. and has been for two years. Yes. She also has <laughs> in the fight that uh, you mentioned between uh, Tavi and Brensis in mm-hmm. the alleyway. Max. Max comes in, saves him, but gets wounded pretty badly during the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up getting arrested for this. They put him into a tower that is their most secured tower. It has bajillion furies the sitting around tower. it. So of course, Tavi and uh, Katai, Katai have to go get them out because they don't have furies. Thus, they can actually they know how to bypass this. And Katai has been making it a habit of stealing things from fury protected shops by with no furies at all. Right. So right. So it, there's. And it's foreshadowing like the, on that tower. I like come back to the it. playing with this concept of people being so overly dependent upon the Furies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a really... And and you play it later, and Mm -hmm. you see it later, and you see one of the reasons why this makes... um, why this makes him so much so, so superior. much so much better mm-hmm. and so much more capable because mm-hmm. of the way he's able to use his brain associated so he's able to w- think of ways to use these technologies to use these furies um m- differently than anyone else even though he doesn't possess them he can see how to use them um without being reliant on them and exactly. Dread Knight says he's more than Katai's totem i agree he is more than Katai's totem but and I think that the Alarans, when they refer to the Chala, when they refer to the bonded animals as totems, have the wrong impression. They do. They don't understand the nature of the relationship. From what, everything that I can tell, having read all of the books, the, um, the Marat are a learning race. All they want to do is learn and understand more mm-hmm. about them because it brings them closer to the one. Mm-hmm. So by bonding with these animals and taking on characteristics of the animals, they learn about how that animal thinks, lives, works, breathes, breeds, everything. It's in the world. So for her to bond is way more than just this is my totem. Well, because it's, it's human and it hasn't it's, been done. It hasn't been done before. Which you um, think for Marat would be a big deal. Hey, I found a new one. Well, actually for her, it's a huge deal because now she's alone. Yeah. She has no she's tribe. the she's only one. one. She's a clan of one. Right. Right. Yeah. She's so she feels she feels very much isolated from her people. She didn't get what she wanted because she wanted to be in the horse clan. Right. Now at the end of this book, they they kiss a lot. They, they get they, together. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Schmooch, they schmooch. don't do they, that. They, no. No. Okay. No. Two more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just, you know, picturing that hand motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she actually, he becomes her at the end of the book. She, he becomes her. Um, he has to deliver a message from the First Lord. And the message is basically, thank you for becoming an ambassador. If I had known you were coming, I would have gotten you better quarters, blah, blah, blah. You should learn to read. My page is yours for as long as you need him. Do whatever you want. You know, kind of like he'll yeah. help you out. And she's like, oh, I like that idea. Because <laughs> yeah. so, oh, wow. you got to remember, 
She's 17 now, too. Yes. Yes. But they're different species, and that's creepy. <laughs> nah. Oh, hell yeah. They're close yeah, enough. They're close. Humanoid. That's like an elf. I mean, come on. Yeah. And that doesn't creep you out. An elf and a human? Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Doesn't always made my skin crawl. Oh, what? see, doesn't make me you doesn't make my yeah doesn't make my skin crawl at all. As far as who I take into my sack, yeah, I'm racist. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm stricken, strictly human. What looks so <laughs> hot and human. wow? Okay, gnomes. Those look like a different race to me. And you're drooling over Chromie, who's a dragon gnome. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, basically... um, Just imagine what you could do with the tail. Anyway, One of the the really important things I I thought was towards the end of the book, um, when Tavi is basically... Everything's... You know, they save the First Lord. He has a dinner with um, the Cursors, basically, and with Asana. And Asana now... No, she is on different sides than her, her yeah. nephew. Than, than her nephew. Yeah, yep. basically. You know, because he's like, I want to stay. Yeah. Because I want to stay with, you know, I'm loyal to the First Lord. I understand the the reasoning behind your decision. But unfortunately, this is my decision. And then they find out that Gaella, that's her name. Yeah. Gaella, the, his friend, is actually Rook, which it right. is by the, the, the top assassin for Kalare. Yeah. Yep. So, but they decide they're going to pretend she is still Gaella. Yeah, they're they're basically going to use they're going to use her misinformation mm-hmm. to to feed Kalar. misinformation. And then, Kalare, of course, at the end of the book, it. Isana leaves all sad, and she's like, "Be safe, my son." son. So mm-hmm. yeah, you of course find out it's his mom. Yeah. Oh, Which, what an oh. unforeseen development. And but this. during the middle of the book, too, Miles also goes yeah. to the First Lord and says, may I speak frankly? And he tells them yes. And he goes, what the heck, basically? <laughs> you know, he's like, you can't tell anybody because and- he right now he has nothing to protect himself. He has no furies. So... Right, he would be completely. And why does he have he, no? Furies? He would be completely helpless. We'll find out later. We'll find I'm, that I'm out in another book. Yeah. Yes, dun, 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 another dun. book three. But yeah, they, uh, the other thing, minor thing, is Miles finds out who Fade is. Yes, he's actually Arias, which we Arras, knew in the first yeah. book. Yeah. But now, but he didn't want anybody else to know. And Miles is his brother. This is his brother. Right. Yeah. Yes. So they do find out at the end when finally Arias, where Tavi tells Arias like, "You need to go defend the First yes. Lord now because I can't fight." You know the this mass. Many. Of uh, Oregon coming in, yeah. and so it's either this or Miles is going to die, and then we're all going to die. Well, and he makes he him failed. feel guilty yeah. because he says, "You gave me the sword, and the First Lord knew that that meant something. That's why he was so upset, yeah. right?" Mm-hmm. And then he says, "I need you to go do this. The the land needs or ours, Valerian, yeah. or whatever." And he goes, "Just because you ask." Yeah. And then he leaves and goes. Yep. Well, and that's just the funny part is that he gets kind of, I mean, eventually he gets over this. Is yeah. it a, is oh, it yeah. a um, tearful reunion between brothers or a you son of a bitch? No, kind of, no, no. Because Miles was really unhappy with him because he basically to save Miles's life he threw him in front of a wagon to get injured, so he wasn't. Which uh, gave him his permanent knee injury. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but then he gets to go off and die with Septimus, which you know is like the highest honor. He gets to go mm. die with their. But well, he didn't. no, no, no. But he it didn't really. It wasn't really the. It wasn't really the honor. It was they. They were both in Septimus's personal guard, right? And it it wasn't about honor. It was about the fact that they, their duty was to be with him no matter what, right? And one brother to be, took his took his choice away. One yeah. brother right. took his choice right. away, and the other brother was ordered to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So neither one of them 
got to die the way they had promised to die. But Miles thinks he did, and that's well, that's what he says in the book is because he got to die with. This is before he finds right, out. Right, right. Yeah, he got to die with honor. He got to die with, with Septimus, honor. basically. Yeah. He got to do what he'd promised to do. Exactly. Which is the, um, which is essentially, I mean, the, the, I love the complexity of the story. Mm-hmm. I love the, um, I, I, just how long the story's been going on. And I love also some of the things that they never really talked about. Like, um, Araris Valerian branded himself mm-hmm. with the coward's mark, mm-hmm. which is a All person. Part of his plan. Which mm-hmm. is a person who runs from battle, who was in the legions and ran from battle rather than standing with his troop. They get branded. Um, and so, you know, on on the face for everyone to see forever, a true mark of shame. And yes, some of that was so no one would look at him twice. Some, that, some, some of, of that. that was because he was so guilty over sur- having survived. Right. When he wasn't supposed Survivor's to have survived, very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think they did a really great job. So with that leads I think to Jim Butcher did a good, just fantastic. What's the next job. book in the series? Cursor's Fury. Cursor's Fury. Because yes. he is now because now officially now he's officially he a cursor. Tests That's why he tells. I think the first Lord tells Asana, I. F- I need to be here when you talk to one of my cursors. Uh-huh. So right. he won't leave the room when she wants to talk to him privately. There is no private. He's there is no he's privacy mine. anymore. He's mine. Yeah. Now. Yep. yeah. Pretty much. So that's the next one. That brings us up to the end. End. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Next week, uh, we did not have time to discuss this before the show. We're not sure what form and shape things are going to take next week being... Easter. Yes. Oh, yes. And various family commitments that are likely to occur on that day. We might move things to Saturday. We might skip a week. Watch the webpage at vtwproductions.com slash casually-hardcore for updates once we render said decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the very least, we'll be back two weeks from now. Hopefully we'll have something for you during the week or next weekend to hold you over. Because we you. all know you go through withdrawals without your fix. <laughs> I know. I do. <laughs> Check us out on the web. Participate in our forums. Follow us on Twitter. Check out the fantastic Facebook page that Daxa has going on. We will be back later at an appointed time on an appointed channel. We are... Out of here. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombardita, 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 bombardita,